Hey there, bad girl, looking for something else. Hey there, bad boy, looking for something else. Come into the lounge, come into the wiki, come and stick around, come and tell it to me, Bobcast. Come in the Bobcast. Bobcast. Come in the Bobcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Tonight's guest I've been trying to get on the show for quite a long time. I mean, he's episode 303, ladies and gentlemen. I first met this guy maybe, I'm going to say like 15 years ago, 14 years ago. I can't remember exactly where, but I can tell you the location. It was at a bar, okay? And the bar was crowded, man. It was packed. But for some reason... You could hear this guy's voice above everybody else's voice in the crowd. And, you know, it sounded to me almost like somebody who should have been on television, somebody who should have been writing jokes for Johnny Carson or something. Somebody whose voice stands out so much that, you know, um, when he shows up to a said bar or party, it just livelies up the whole mood. So hopefully we can bring that same type of attitude here tonight. On episode 303 of the podcast with Mr. Joe Traff. How are you, sir? What's going on, buddy? So are you taking care? Are you taking care of that leather pigskin voice of yours? Or I mean, like, what's going on with it down there? It sounds like it's getting a little bit raspy. It, well, it gets raspy after the five day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay. So after five days of drinking, then what's your detox process? Like, how do you like to detox? All right, so really, it's never five days. It's three at most. Three at most. And I've only had like one or two of those down here. And then the detox process basically goes Monday. Fuck you. I'm not talking to you. I hate you. Don't, don't contact me. Don't text me. Don't do anything. Like, don't, don't even, maybe I'll respond to a text, but if you call me, you're a fucking jerk and I hate you. Um, so the detox process is sleep, water, Xanax, sleep, water, Xanax, maybe in that order, maybe not in that order. doesn't matter what order you do. It's funny you say that because I have taken a Xanax once. I, so I, I stopped, um, drinking uh last august but i did drink last friday and i got my today as we record this bobcast ladies and gentlemen uh listeners what what day is it it's thursday i'm still hungover from last friday well that's the problem i I was getting those three-day hangovers so um... yeah so so the, the cure has to have some sort of pharmaceutical rx spin into it right so is that what you're saying like just a little bit of hydration in the hospital they'll give you value for alcohol detox but that's what they give you if you go into a hospital so i figured okay i got some of that i got some xanax so let's knock myself out let's sleep let's let's work until noon because it's you know it'll probably be monday if i drink friday saturday sunday let's work until noon and i haven't even been doing that i've been like going out like twice in a weekend maybe well you've had like a big uh change in uh location too which kind of requires you to go out so for the people who haven't um caught up with you in a bit where are you currently residing so i'm i'm in uh fort lauderdale right now and for the very foreseeable future and for the listeners out there who are not aware of what that is that is exactly where they stole the gold from in die hard with the vengeance so (laughs) um it's interesting because you know what i used to do the three-day thing too you know and like um 
I do like it's like you know it's kind of crazy how like with everything if you stop it it starts to suck you know what I mean like it's so much easier to just keep uh, partying you know but I also well, quit smoking cigarettes that was hard to, that was harder than anything to quit actually with cigarettes and I just started talking about it after two and a half years because I, wow. I just believe that at the beginning I couldn't I couldn't um, I didn't want to talk about it because everybody else does that online and it's like just a countdown clock for them to be like, I buckled and I start smoking cigarettes on the way home from work. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, dude, I hate that. Like, it's like, here we go. Day 23, send prayers. <laughs> it's so cigarettes now, I feel like you get more weird looks than you do if you're smoking a fucking joint. Like, it's completely like cigarettes are just out. If you're smoking cigarettes, you look like yeah. a fucking fucker. More than, but you can go down the street smoking a fucking joint like it's nobody's business and nobody cares. Uh, so, no, I, I think to add something to that too, Joe, because um, you know I don't smoke cigarettes no more, but I do smoke joints, and uh, you know yeah. there is something like people now are starting to look at me with like not the uh, no no not the social disregard of yesteryear uh, when it was like this degenerate. They're starting to look at like wow he can he can handle that whole thing and he can yeah. okay. <laughs> Ooh, and it's like exciting yeah, it's like it's like watching like an old school like circus animal or something like enter like the you know like how long till they pass out like no like, i don't know what it is but then like you know people want to share and like that's out of the question now and i enjoy that aspect of uh the marijuana game now it's like phew, go get it yourself man you know go get yeah. a card everybody should have a card Everyone if you want to hear pennsylvania my parents are getting cards my friends are getting cards they're posting them online i said don't do that um I know, right? Like, I, I you shouldn't do that because if you do do that, then it's well, you know what? Regardless, I mean, I've, I have spoken this before several times on the show, and it's like <laughs> but they already got us, Joe. They already got us. They had us like before we even knew it. They had it like so when, like the Backstreet Boys. They've been listening to us for so goddamn long now. It doesn't even. Yeah, man. Like in two thousand one, like after nine eleven, when the Patriot Act started, like we didn't even have we didn't have the capability of. Um, uh like touch screens like we had buttons still you know what i mean so it's yeah. like Where they've we been like, after like, us for a long time number three times to get like a letter in the text oh yeah you remember oh, that? yeah i remember that yeah and just being like, like and then having to go back over and over right. again for like one exclamation point yeah right. that's all over now man like it's just a matter of time before the robots you know take over this job of podcasting i think that's why people like podcasting joe's because it's like the last form of like a, a, a rotary phone call conversation or something yeah. like that. You could just listen in on, you know what I mean? Like, right. And that's and weird how that here. sustains, right? It does. It, there's something about hearing someone's voice, you know, that, that is comforting almost. And it's, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, especially if you're talking about interesting things, which, you know, I know you do quite often on your show. And, um, you know, I think I'm the most interesting person in the world. So I think everything I say is pretty It only took 303 episodes for me to get here. I mean, I just I just uh, had somebody on the show who won um, uh, Jody Lukens from uh, Plymouth White Marsh High School. She won the judge position here. And yeah, you know, that was a big yeah. political deal, but that doesn't really mean anything as compared to having Joe travel the show telling me, <laughs> you know, how, how to live my life. Because I mean, like, look, I mean, it is true. I mean, like, all right. So when I first, there's certain people in life, you know, they're like a C minus, you know what I mean? They're just going to be like, I'm going to get by. It's going to, you know, hey, here we go. And there's like, you know, nobody even has any comments or, or remarks about them because they can't remember anything. Then there's people like you who leave their mark in the room 
and like to still have people telling stories about what happened like years later like okay so here's okay so here's a story that uh, i just came to me here live and this is why i love podcasting and this is why i love when you guys tune in okay now i wasn't there that night i think i was but i left early but i'm just gonna ask you joe, uh joe like um true or false and you just reply with the answer okay <laughs> now in country Hawken, maybe about 10 years ago there was this entity known as irish eddie and Irish Eddie liked to go to the bar and Irish Eddie liked to have himself a few shots and a few drinks. And Irish Eddie was your best friend until you crossed him. Is it true that you crossed him? Very, very true. <laughs> As we continue, ladies and gentlemen, in this conversation, is it true that you crossed him in the kitchen of trainer James Wilson's uh, residence? Yeah, that's what he, I Is it true that he cold cocked you straight um, into the... Over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, I only thought it was once. I'm sorry. Oh no, 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 okay. no. So, so you don't have to I, tell I, me. You don't have to tell the audience if you don't want to. But I, no, I, I don't mind. Did, what, what did you say to Irish Ed to make him do that to you? Oh, you I didn't say anything. I headbutted him in the face. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I said no words. I got very excited because we were like hanging out, and then I was like, oh. you know what? There's a badass dude. I'm gonna headbutt him, and I headbutt him. He did not take kindly to it whatsoever. So he was just like, what are you fucking crazy, man? And he just started fucking like swinging on me and fucking hitting me like punch after punch. And I'm not even like trying to fight back because I don't want to fight crazy Eddie. I just want to headbutt him and think it was like a bonding yeah. thing. Yeah, you know? but did you, you, hit, like, you yeah, hit him hard though because you didn't know because of the adrenaline? What's that? When you hit, when you hit, when you head. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And he question, question real quick. Let's pause here real quick together on the podcast. What's the past tense of headbutt? Oh, is it uh, headbutted it? <laughs> I was just thinking, is it headbutted? Butt it? Headbutt it? Regardless, head here we go. But did you hit him with well, such force? Because it was a hard headbutt, is what I'm saying. It was a really forceful headbutt where it hurt him. It was like, yeah, boom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good one. If you're listening, ladies and gentlemen, it was a full on just party, you know, headbutt, like almost like John Claude Van Damme style. You yeah. Know? Just... Like, I'm going to put my arms around him and just give him a nice headbutt, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, he fucking, um, yeah, he went fucking nuts. And I kept putting my hand out to shake his hand. And, um, Every time I would do that, he would pretend to shake my hand and then go, uh-uh, no. And then punch me right in the fucking face. Uh, what's, like, what's, what's everybody doing in the kitchen right now? Or are they just watching this? Uh, we're, uh, uh, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Say no more. Two other people in the room. And, um, <laughs> they didn't want to spill it. Okay, we no, got. It. I mean, it was me, him, and one other guy that will remain nameless, but they were doing it. So the other guy, um, who you know quite well, uh, <laughs> didn't um, didn't really do a goddamn thing. But I mean, I don't know if I would either because <laughs> no, I mean, I, so yeah, Irish. I, I would. I just can't imagine. Like when I heard the story, I I usually don't ask like something twice. You know, like uh, the first time I hear it, I'm like, okay. But I was like, wait, what happened, dude? Like, because I would never mess with Irish Eddie, dude. Irish Eddie was, I still talk to him time to time, too. Like, you know, he's like, Bobby, help me sail this guitar. I'm like, all right, I'll help you. <laughs> um, he, he didn't seem like a bad dude. 
he um he I mean, also he, had he, that same thing though that's the thing though is like what i was saying before is like you know the guy in the room whose voice they were like you know two guys like that coming together there can't be two alphas in the room or you know like there's always like this maybe he that's how he read it but he didn't understand that you were just excited to live life yeah that's really what, what it was. Isn't it insane? Isn't it insane how sometimes you get punished because like you just want to live life? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, in his defense, I did headbutt him directly in the face. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you could look at that either way. Like, I mean, I, if I was fucking off the boat from Ireland and out of my goddamn mind, and some American <laughs> fucking headbutts me in the face, I'd probably slug him. And as I'm being slugged, I'm walking backwards. So I'm taking steps backwards out of the house, just trying to be like, come on, man, everything's good, right? Like, you know, like like trying to fucking shake hands with this guy. And every time I'm like trying to shake hands with this guy, he does this fucking fake out, Bob, where he takes my, he pretends like he's going to shake my hand, smacks my hand out of the way, goes, "Uh uh-uh, and then hits me again. And I went walking back to my buddy Pete's house and I think I had like two black eyes and uh, probably, you know, um, what do they have in the NFL now <laughs> with the a concussion? Yeah. I mean, concussion, but it's called something. CC. Oh, uh, PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I got that too now. CTE. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely had that from multiple concussions throughout my life. From skateboarding. Wow. So wait, th- your worst concussion, did you stay up or did you fall asleep? Um, I've had so fucking many. They were usually during the daytime, so I stayed up. Um, that night, I, uh, I continued to just drink because I didn't want to go to bed. But you probably shouldn't do that either. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my buddy's wife kind of patched me up a little bit. She kind of put ice on me and I was just like, yeah, I don't know what happened back there. But um, I, I, uh, I saw him at a bar. I saw him at the boathouse. Like later about, about yeah, I'm going to say maybe three months later, four months later. And he goes, um, I go up to him and I, I know he doesn't know who I am. And I'm like, yo, man, I'm like, do you remember me? Like, I headbutt at you and, like, you punched me in the face. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I remember you, you fuck. He was like, you're a good-looking fuck, aren't you? <laughs> and he's like, and then it was so weird. He hugged me, kissed me on the cheek, and brought me yeah, a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, how the Irish are just so crazy. Eddie. Like, crazy, crazy Eddie, Eddie, yeah. man. So we, he, we did a shot of J. He brought me a shot of Jameson, and we did it together. And that That's was kind of our. It is in the end. It was very beautiful. If if it I really is beautiful, I knew this. I knew this was a good like lead off point right here because I always yeah. thought it was such a legend. Because the two, I just couldn't imagine the two fighting. And I'm like, you know, like in my head, I'm like, why? And now I finally see, like, because TJ could never tell me, you know, like he was just like, I don't, I don't know, know. If he was even there. Did TJ come walking down and see or, or something at the end? Maybe? You know what? He maybe he was. I don't know. I mean, like I just heard. I forget who had told me, but I mean, that was the legend of the story, but yeah, Irish well, Eddie, I think he, he had to go back home. He's no longer living here with us. So, I mean, like, I wonder if sometimes Irish Eddie's just sitting around, like, you know, his house and he's thinking about that one time that guy headbutt me in the <laughs> Those fucking Americans. 
I know what's wrong with them. We're just excited to be around your accent. We get, around, we, we get excited by accents. It's like what happens is like, especially yeah. if there's alcohol involved and somebody has an accent, it's like, yeah, it's like having like an, it's like having a free pass to the amusement park where you can just go live in their culture for like the next four hours. Exactly. And I was just like, yeah, this guy's like fucking great. And, uh, dude, 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 I, I saw, I, I, I tried to stop. Like, <laughs> I got in trouble. Like, you know, when people became, um, like woke and all that like where i got woke yeah. years before this like i was uh one time i was with didgeridrew selling didgeridoos at a didgeridoo. warehouse warehouse arts music festival in los angeles downtown and that night bobcast had a little bit too many beers and uh <laughs> drew goes off and he's like hey bob can you man the didgeridoo um station i was like sure thing might i'll take care of this so the next thing you know for the next half hour i'm in character you know, sure, you want to buy this for it's like what thirty five dollars. You know, like okay. you know, and like I, but that was like you know, probably just because I was rehearsing it in my head. Somebody that night, Drew doesn't come back. By the way, you know, this is like the longest bathroom break ever. And then all of a sudden, this guy, like you know, doing my routine, you know, good day, my and all this shit, and um, he he just like looks up at me. He's a little shorter than me. And he's like staring at me, like he just wants to like punch me in the face, you know. And I'm just like. Oh shit! What's going he's on? He's like, he's like, would you say you're from, mate? I'm like, Ula Dala. He's like, Ula Dala, my ass or something. You know what I mean? Like he's so mad. And dude, like he's like, he's like, and like he's just looking at the didgeridoos, thinking they're mine. And he's thinking like, I'm coming. I'm like an American, like you know, and like I'm this crazy good Australian flag. And of course, of course, oh, what happens is it starts to peak, you know, to the moment of like, you know, just there's going to be like fisticuffs, hostility. Of course, Drew shows up at that moment, you know, not like at the point where he could have done it. But, you know, like I feel or, like, like he can calm down any situation, though. He did. He did. And I'll never forget. Yeah, like, <laughs> Drew, I love you. But I remember he like he had to kind of too. he had to throw me under the bus. Like the music like <laughs> died down at this one point. too. It's like the music <laughs> faded down so everybody in the room could hear <laughs> Everybody in the room could hear Drew just be like, "Come on, Bob, you could do better than that." <laughs> you know, he's like, "Oh." God. And I imagine that guy, dude, definitely thinks about the time he saw some, <laughs> you know, long hair like uh, from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. I think about it like at least like maybe three times a year. You know what I mean? Since then, because I felt so bad. You know, I was like, "Oh, dude." And like they were also like they're like not traditional didgeridoos like made out of uh, eucalyptus they're made out of like PVC piping from Lowe's. <laughs> Dude, Drew, Drew like, I, I'm sure Drew doesn't wood, mind me sharing the secrets. Wood. What's that? What uh, the eucalyptus ones or uh, I forget the not eucalyptus. What's it called? I can't remember. Assistant quit during the pandemic. He hasn't been back since, dude. It's over. You know, mm-hmm. we don't think he's ever returning. Is he? We still had in or. Uh... Wasn't he in the yeah. I, I just uh we just had a wedding, dude. Um Drew's living back here. Um, his band stopped touring during the pandemic, and since then it's been great for me because I've had a chance to like catch up with my friend. We've gone camping yeah, a couple great. times, and Wait, uh we had that. a great bachelor party weekend up in the Poconos. We rented like this dope like shallot and stuff, and uh it was awesome, man. It had a sauna, it was great. Dude, bachelor parties in the Poconos are fucking awesome. Like they they are, just, man. dude, the Poconos are awesome, dude. I don't like, know what it is. I don't know. It's the, the fucking camaraderie of being out in the woods and just being with your pals and mm-hmm. the male bonding that goes on. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, um, 
therapeutic in a way, I guess. Well, it's all, it's therapeutic because it reminds us of like how we were supposed to like live. Like that would have been our tribe. You know what I mean? That would right. have been our, our dudes that right. would have went out and, you know, that's. You know, um, I never thought about it like that. That's absolutely. Of course. Yeah. I mean, like that's, we struggle with that daily. You know what I mean? Like if you think about it, it's like also like, um, I don't know where I heard this, but like, I forget which podcast I can't even, I listen to so many during the day now. But um, we're like pre-programmed for like stuff to happen in our brain. Like there's this scientific proof, like data, like backing up the fact that if you show a baby a picture of like a hairy spider, the baby always recoils in fear and has no idea what that creature is. Just genetically by seeing it. By seeing it. You know, weird. There are things that look dangerous because you want to know they're dangerous. Yeah, it's it's, natural instinct. But I feel that way anytime I go... um, like I go hiking a lot, like at Valley Green and like, I like going there. And then I always get like, it's weird. I've never even like been able to like, I guess, gesticulate this thought, but it's like, I, I like being out there by myself. And then when I come across somebody, I don't like it. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? I'm just like, I don't like people in general, but it's just, it's like so much like, so that it's like, I don't know. It's like, you just can't be alone no more. You're, you know what I mean? Like you can't get away from people exactly and you you come across somebody and there's like for me there's always like especially like okay so um i wish there was like a symbol to like say i'm not i'm not a weirdo you know what i mean like <laughs> dude it's so but like it's like um i uh i go to valley green a lot but sometimes i go to the Northtown farm park and when i go to the Northtown farm park that place had some sh- some really bad shit go down you know um i was actually there that morning where some um uh, suspect uh raped a jogger there and like that morning my my son who was like only probably like six months or so him and i were walking along that path and all of a sudden these cops come up and like he looks at me he's like you need to turn around and go right now and like i had to go back like probably like a mile like about a mile back to my car with my brand new kid thinking like dude it's like something gonna come out of the woods (laughs) and like you know like he didn't tell me anything and then they didn't tell you why you had to go no, back? No, he just, he just, okay, this is what happens, right? Too. <laughs> so, like, it's like, it had to be like late summer. It's like almost fall time because it's starting to change. I remember, and like, you know, I just gotten up, like, when you come down the hill and you're coming up around the bend, and like, all of a sudden I could hear wheels behind me and it was moving faster than like the park ranger. And I turn, I look, then it starts to like slow to a roll, like Michael Myers, like in the car, like it's a police officer. I'm like, what, what did I do now, dude? You know what I mean? Like, can I just walk my kid? Cause I always think I had, you know, like I have like a kilo on me or something. And like, I'm well, going through the airport at JFK or something. Kid, you might look suspect. <laughs> I, that's the problem. Yeah. I've always felt that way too. It's like, they always, you know, suspect the long hair of like, you know, it, and, you know, so yeah, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, dude, like whatever, you know, like, and then all of a sudden he rolls, up and he just, he rolls down. Yeah, he, he any lone male. So he rolls down the passenger window. He's like, "You need to turn around, and go back now." And I'm just like, "Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, have a little." You're not going to protect you or walk you to your car or make yeah, sure. And, that you and it wasn't child. until that night that I got. Well, they had to go because the suspect it literally had just happened. Like right when he said that, they were looking. He was looking for, like they hadn't like cleared the scene at all. He was arriving there to answer her call and she was just a um, little bit up ahead of me and i also think of that too it's like what if like i was at like not at this traffic light and like i came across this with my brand new kid you know what i mean like right. i think about this all the time like because it was like maybe like 300 feet of a difference and 300 feet of a difference is what like traffic light or something like that so i left i didn't find out about it until six and i still like to go there but it's like always like this weird thing where like when i go there and like i'm by myself like i there's lots of girls who are, you know, jogging and I don't want to come off. You know what I mean? Like I could just feel like, you know, 
I got like wide shoulders and sh- you know what I mean? Like I'm a big guy. You'd be called big guy. You know how I'm really called you? Like, go take these and put them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> call me big guy again, huh? You know what I mean? I threw up my fingers, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to that, you know. It's a very derogatory oh, term. If you got, if you're a big stock, like stocky kind of guy, and somebody's like, "Hey, big guy, why don't you just do a favor, huh? Turn the oven up to 420 degrees." That's like him telling you that you're like, you know, a sloth, <laughs> and uh, it hurts your feelings. Like you know, <laughs> big big guy always comes out too in like the weirdest, like it's like comma. Hey, big guy. Big guy. Yeah, hey, big guy. Yeah. yeah, and like it's like somebody that's like been your friend for like 25 years, and like, did he just say I'm fat? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's a jerk. Uh, what were we talking about? This is a good podcast, but I can't remember. Um, or then there's buddy when people call you buddy or chief that you don't know. Oh yeah, this is this is this is my favorite. <laughs> chief. Yeah, I hate that too. Chief is like <laughs> chief is good. I use that sometimes. <laughs> the one that I the one that I don't like is uh like say for instance like you're trying to like tell somebody like you know what your prerogative is or something and they're and they're listening like and then like oh no you're good you're good you're good. And you're oh, just yeah. like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're good. It's like, I'm not like something's I happening to me right now. I'm a metamorphosis. Like what's going on with my face? Like you're, you're still intact. <laughs> and then the other one too, that came out of like our culture of like uh, not being able to pay attention to anything is yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, you'll tell me something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, yeah. like, oh yeah. Like yeah. I really think the Eagles are going to be doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't wait to talk. You know what I mean? It should be a podcast called. Yeah, it should be your podcast. Yeah, 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 with Trav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with Trav. Yeah, and then another yeah, yeah, because I just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Sure, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you're good. You're fine. Oh, you're, yeah. fine. Yeah. you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's Let's like, go. oh my god. Like, I'm sorry. Do I need permission? Is there an easy yeah. pass in this social building circle right here? You did this video. I, I had a, I was cracking up laughing because I totally got what was going on. <laughs> Joe was at this party and he kept going to the bathroom and looking at himself in the window. It's it's in the mirror. It said, "I'm a winner." And then going out there and doing the groundhog thing like over and over again. You know some people don't get that stuff because they take themselves so seriously i mean like i think everyone's nice to have le- levity now. you know what i mean like why 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 is there always just a few of us that, that, that are like the clown gestures you know what i mean like the ones who are just completely they would definitely send me in the juggle for a king though i know that Oh, dude, I'd be all, you know, I'd be right there, dude, next to you. I'd be the one, like, (laughs) painting the balls that you'd be juggling. (laughs) Uh, That would have been the best lifestyle ever, man. Just make me laugh, like, for a living (laughs) and and eat, eat, like, grapes all the time. It must have been, like, the best life ever for people, like, who are, like, in that, like, majesty, you know, the the worst life for people outside the castle. They were throwing, like, the fecal matter down on them. <laughs> it's terrible yeah, imagine yeah. like imagine like what it was like before there was any sense of like sewers you know like in my neighborhood right now there's all these oh, houses are getting sold and they're redoing like all the um you know the uh what do you call it the drain out like from your house into the i don't know yeah. what call it. but regardless they're getting them fixed because all the ones are old and i was just was walking thinking about it just like man imagine it was like back in like you know the days when it was just like shit and piss were just all over the street well didn't they have outhouses isn't i mean there's there's okay so so in the cities though there was nowhere to put it if you think about it you know like once like that's the problem they like so they didn't 
if you could foresee this, which is kind of crazy, it's like, you know, they were shitting in the outhouses for so long. When they moved into the cities, they didn't. They didn't. Like, you know play. what? I'm just gonna do this outside now. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't. Like, they, they didn't think. Like, what are we gonna do with all this? You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially like we're living on top of each other. You know. Yeah. So there was. Um, I know, like, uh, in some history books, like there was like uh, drawings where, like, you know, like the you would never like walk off the curb. Like you would have to like jump up off the curb because it was just nothing but horse manure and like fecal matter and just like you know urine and like. And that's when they, they were like, oh, we got to do something about it. It's kind of crazy, too. Where it's like not that long ago, really. Last night, I walked into a bathroom and there was shit all over the like a paper towel in the trash can, like multiple. So it was a Peruvian restaurant. So I didn't know this. <laughs> in, in, um, when I moved to South Philly uh, last year, 2019, like all through 2020 our pipes got backed up and um we had a fucking nut bitch for a landlord oh my god she was the fucking worst and we um the pipes got backed up and shit like started coming up through the uh shower we had a shower in the um in the basement it was a it was a nice house brand new construction all this four bedrooms finished basement but like, and we were the first to live there and, and we shouldn't be having these problems. And she was like, well, you guys did it. Blah, blah, blah. And we were like, no, we didn't. And then like, she was like, well, you must be putting something down the toilet. And my roommate was like, yeah, toilet paper. She was like, well, we don't put toilet paper down the toilet. We we're like, what? Like, what do you do with it? She was like, goes in the trash can. And why didn't, know. yeah. So in some cultures, they don't put, they put it in a trash can. And I guess they put a lid over it. Uh, Peruvian culture might be one of them because last night there was shit all over that trash can, and it was fucking disgusting. Oh wow! And I, uh, you know what? I didn't know first, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. But that still, it was- though, I mean, like a brand new house, but like, okay, so like, so just because their culture says you're not supposed to flush the shit. Her culture, her culture is not my culture, and yeah, I'm, I'm saying her. Yeah, but like, so what's that mean? Like, you're not supposed to flush the toilet upon renting this place. Yeah. He wanted us to throw our shit paper in the fucking trash can. Oh and I was like, great, get out of your fucking mind. I was like, I'm throwing my shit down the toilet and I'm flushing it. I'm like, I'm not throwing anything else down there. And because you, like, you know how much that's a huge, especially if that was a new property too, you said? Yeah, brand new. A lot brand of money to dig that up. You know what I mean? Because they it's like it up and they found all these bricks and fucking stones and all this shit that was actually blocking <laughs> up the, it wasn't us, it wasn't shit paper. That basically dissolves. Did you ever say that to her? Did you ever say that sentence? It wasn't shit paper. <laughs> of course I did. I argued with this best. woman every day of my life. I made it a point to just call her and argue like every day. Yeah, I had something like that once. We lived uh we lived at this place, uh Dogwood, which is I don't know why the hell I would move into a place called Dogwood Apartments up there in Hannah <laughs> Ave. And I forget what they call it now, it's something else, but they always try to spit it as like this lovely place. But when I say the floors were thin, the floors were thin, dude. Paper. And my neighbors upstairs, for some weird reason, wouldn't um, they wouldn't take showers or baths. They would just fill up the tub constantly, and like you would hear like, like just like oh. splashing, like yeah, and just like it, just, Here, it, it was like it was like a, like a pool, the- just just a pool going on up there. I don't know what. And then 
slowly um wine yeah weird <laughs> stuff and then like at nighttime like he would get up and then like open and close he probably had ocd open and close all the cabinets and then after that we found cockroaches behind the kitchen and that was the proof i needed to get out but we still had to pay money somehow i can't remember but dude like if that's a list if you're out there and you're in an apartment building like this and uh you're listening and you know you're paying that rent after month after month dude leave you know what i mean just leave uh you can can't you get renters in, like you can get renters um oh, they made us get insurance five thousand dollars worth of renters insurance or wait no i'm sorry two hundred thousand dollars each Jesus. so four hundred thousand dollars and you can't flush the toilet and i couldn't flush the fucking toilet <laughs> That's a good bit, and, dude. <laughs> That's a great bit. Dude, it was insane. This woman was insane. So four hundred thousand dollars of renters insurance. Can't flush the toilet. Um, we had ants. We had all this weird shit. And then at the very end, there was mice that just came running in. And like, I thought I was fucking bugging out. I saw like two things scaring in the corner of my eye one night while I was just sitting there drinking wow. wine. And I was just like, I think I'm losing my damn mind. And then it turns out there really was mice running around. So, um. We tr- we were gonna try to get out of the lease, but it was like, you know, we're just hoping that we're gonna get our security deposit back. And wow, you just gave me a great idea. I'm sorry to cut you off, but maybe you would like to do this with me. We do a spinoff show, right? We're the hosts. You call in and you tell us your worst story of <laughs> like breaking the lease or like breaking or like a renter's. Yeah. Is there is there a podcast like that? Because stories people love these stories. I, I Please know continue. People do love this shit. Please like, continue like your landlord. You know, like having just, yeah. What happened though? Tell me. Like dive back into where you just were. Um, it, I mean, the bottom line was, you know, we were supposed to get then. Then they wanted us to pay five hundred dollars. We had to get the, the entire place professionally cleaned, which is about five hundred dollars. <laughs> and then we have to show that we got it professionally cleaned. So I guess our um you you mean show like you had to take pictures? No, there had to be a receipt from a professional cleaning company, and then we had God. to give that over and, and show what we paid and showed that we got it professionally done. Like you couldn't just I couldn't just call like a friend that I know that cleans houses, and she couldn't like come over and just clean the house. It needed to be professionally done. So so I didn't clean the house fucking very well before I left because why the fuck should I? I'm paying $500 to get it cleaned, right? Yeah. So they went over before the cleaning people get there and they saw the house was dirty. I didn't wipe the refrigerator down. I didn't wipe the counters. I was like, fuck this. I'm just getting my shit out. We're paying $500 yeah. anyway. Yeah, they're supposed to do it. Yeah. They're going to do all that, right? It's part of the 500 fucking dollars. So, I, you know, I didn't think about it and then my roommate got on me and she was like, why didn't you at least wipe down the countertops? I was like, because we're paying $500. Like, what do you mean? I don't have to clean shit. I was there for 15 hours yesterday, like getting my shit out alone. And um, so they came in, they were like terrified of what it looked like. And it wasn't even bad, dude. And it was just, yeah, I, I, you know, it was, it's so weird. Like what you're describing is some people are embarrassed for people to come clean up their house. They tidy up. They Before clean up, right? The cleaner. Every comes. woman I know that has a cleaning lady uh, in a family, they all clean their house before the cleaning lady comes. Even nah, girls that don't. Even women I know that don't have families. And, and dude, I clean my house. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if I've ever spoken about this. I like to smoke a little weed and I like to go at it hard and clean until it's immaculate, so that way I can rest easy. One. 
put a little music on, get a little stone. Mm. And- but now, now I got, I got these earbuds, uh, these in-ear things now. Or- and like, you know, now, now I'm just in my own world. People don't even know I got them in. I'm like, yep. <laughs> this is a different world. This is a, you know, I started yeah, consuming podcasts. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I, I was probably just going to repeat trick. myself from a previous episode. That was one trick I learned about living in the city is if you don't want to fucking be bothered or talk to anybody, just have headphones in at all times. Always, yeah. 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 No I use it. I use it too. Like, I mean, like sometimes like you, you have to because it's like, ah, oh, this guy wants to talk to me, but you get the headphones. You're like, you yeah. know, I just put my finger I, to my ear. Boom. I, that, oh, he's busy. He's too busy right now. He he likes me, he, but he oh, can't come over right now. <laughs> he can't come over here right now, but because he's busy. And it better be damn important if you're going to tap me on the shoulder, like, and get me yeah. out of my little headphone zone. So, I, that's like the worst when somebody does that when they tap you it feels like somebody's just like, just like you don't like you don't feel they're coming you don't no you don't, you don't feel anything it's just like this like touch and you're like oh it hurts you know like don't come at me i um i enjoy uh listening to podcasts uh during the day now like so like i i have the time to do it so like i can consume like two or three per day we're trying to like you know do the research yeah. out there and i know people this is what people like though they just like improv like we had no idea what we we're going to talk about no, we have no idea bobby. like you know i mean what we're going to say next and it's like for the record i texted it, bobby and i said hey bobby is there going to be a subject is there going to be um and he was like nope straight improv i was like perfect yeah, you can't you can't like because like i used to in the beginning and it's like when you do that like you uh you come off like you know not a podcast you come off as like you know e hollywood you know it's just weird stuff like uh but i heard like lots of people are so like so like they contact me because they want to start a podcast right and it's it's like a weird thing that i've had happen now for probably five years and it's like why he contacted me i i don't know how to to get your like credit card information you know what i mean like and I find that that's, a, that's also, too, is like a weird, it, it, like we just touched upon something there, too, that it doesn't just happen with podcasting. It also happens with um, lots of other things, too. Like if somebody's good at a particular trade, somebody will call them to get oh, them to. All the time for financial advice with crypto and everything. People call yeah. me all the time and I give them free advice. It's almost like you could be a podcast consultant and charge people for your advice. I, I actually have been, and I had a fee for that once with the marketing company. And uh, yeah, I did. And um, what I found was each time they would call, you know, to inquire and be like, um, you know, it was always just like they wanted me to do the work for them. And it's like, look, man, if you can't talk, if you okay, can't talk, you're not going to be good at this. This is all talking. <laughs> what are we going to do if you can't talk? If you can't tell me what you want, you know what I mean? Like, I can't. Wait, so you're telling me you have zero personality and you speak poorly? <laughs> yeah, there's this one guy. I forget his name, too. I'm like, I don't even matter. But he wanted to have a, a podcast. He's like, yeah, man. When I have this podcast, I want it to be about golf. And I'm like, oh, dude, here we go. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, cool. Like, what's your angle? You know, like, what do you, what do you want to talk about? He's like, I don't know, man. Golf. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. That was like dude. he wanted to get a hole in one from the way you're describing. Oh. He, he just, but the thing was, he just, he wanted to, he wanted to have, okay, so the podcast would have been about golf. It would have, it, no, it, it would have been about golf at his particular country club. So I, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I remember thinking, to myself, and this that. is like, this is four or five years ago, maybe Thompson. And like, I remember thinking to myself, like, <laughs> like, bro, like how many listeners do you want? Like just 15 forever. 
Like, you know what I mean? What do you need me? You're going to pay me. like There's people in a country club. <laughs> You're going to pay me like what it's going to take you years to make. <laughs> Just to tell you which website to go to. But I mean, like that happens a lot. It happened a lot with music, you know? Hey, man, like, uh, you know, Downtown Harvest, man. I see them on the radio, son. <laughs> how, do I, how, how do I how do I do that? You know, it's like, well, I, I remember. I remember I would can you write a song? Can you play an instrument? Time. No, I mean, like, it's like a sad thing, too. It's like, it's not like, I used to think of it as like, this. here comes this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Here we go with this shit. Right. You know what I mean, but now if you really think about it, it's like, especially now, like, as we're approaching, like, you know, this period of our lives, some people just never had the the balls to do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just exactly. never, they never were like, I'm going to get up off the couch the and go do it. You know? Because people are afraid. It's fear. It's fear is what holds people back from doing oh, yeah. basically anything. I mean, fear is nuts, right? Because fear, fear, like, is what it's so, like, there's three uh, main things that, like, I talk yeah. about on this other podcast called Bobby Vibrations, which is like self help care that I haven't done season two yet. If you're somebody who's out there that's listening to it, it's because I'm still conflicted. I'm in therapy, right? I learn stuff and I'll come back. I remember actually uh, seeing you promote that. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it was revealing. Self-help. That was like kind of like, well, yeah, I started therapy and then I started like sharing some of the stuff that my therapist would share with me about other people and stuff like that. But like, I don't know. I mean, like basically it's like, I I really enjoyed that actually. Um, Yeah. But you know, it's hard to do though, because it's like, it's so like when, okay. So like, I think that the best type of self-help is the type of self-help that is like coming from a non-egotistical standpoint you know like once you start to like be like i'm bobby vibrations and i'm here to save your soul you lose them you know what i mean like you lose them completely the thing that i found that um helps the most with with writing um with anything is vulnerability like you have to show like your 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 uh your weaknesses so that like when you like self-deprecate yourself or something like that it automatically makes you like loved by others which is just a weird human thing that we do you know what i, I mean? mean like oh he's like, like himself i love him so much now you know it's like what? <laughs> he you hates himself i like him <laughs> yeah he <laughs> wants to kill himself he i'm his number one fan <laughs> uh, it's such a weird thing right it's like, okay I mean, because it shows that you're not, um, you're not in love with yourself. It shows that you know that you got flaws. I it was though. Try, I was in love with myself. That's my conflict. Like my major confliction with, uh, you know, continuing the self help thing is, is like, I'm no, I would try no longer to be uh, driven by ego, and it's such a hard thing. Yeah, I took some psychedelics to achieve that type of feeling. Mm-hmm. Talked about it briefly here on the show, but I really don't. You know, it's hard to even talk about that because people like start to think you're nuts. But it's like, yeah, the thing is, I, I wouldn't if you want to. Well, I mean, like, OK, so the, the more and more that you um, disassociate from yourself, the more and more you get connected towards the truth. And people don't want to know the truth. They don't want to know the truth. They're scared of it. People fucking hate the truth. Yeah. They, and they, like what happens is, is like they themselves. just they get mad, which is a weird reaction yeah. towards no, self-empowerment right. self uh you know like um i just i mean recently joe like i just like i got like um i just opened myself up and like you know this pandemic really just like shook me up went into therapy learned some stuff about myself and then like 
just stopped um, stopped the old practices and started new practices and start finding um, rewards along the way that I never did as far as uh, getting paid for my art and stuff like that. Like I never had it. Um, I never had it like that where it was just like lined up, you know, where I was just like, oh, I'm making this, 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 this. And you know what I mean? Like everything's starting to come into play because I really think that, you know, one, people sell themselves short all the time. You don't have to be cocky. You can be kind and you can be punctual. People want, yeah, the confidence is huge, but also too, it's like people aren't punctual anymore. You know what I mean? Like I had, I wrapped four projects in three weeks that were like colossal and I didn't complain. I didn't um, vent on social media about my yeah. <laughs> frustrations towards <laughs> ultimately my happiness, right? Like, <laughs> and like, uh, I mean, I've always felt this way too, but it was like the pandemic. Like, I, I really, I mean, like, I think I just had like a nervous breakdown at the beginning, but to be honest with you, I had a shift and consciousness and being like, oh my God, like I had some issues I had to work out and got myself some help, start learning more. And then- I the less totally that you think that. about yourself, the more you start thinking about like the, the true, like I, I'm starting to think too, that like I was at the wedding on Friday night and I was drunk and I was trying to tell people the shit and they're like, oh God, Bob has been touched by Christ. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I really think that your heaven and your hell, right? Like whatever happens when you're dead. Mm. Like, okay, so I know without a doubt that you can't take this microphone this laptop your iphone that you're listening to your podcast your favorite podcast on which you need to subscribe to by the way and also leave a review on itunes um but what you need to do is like it's i lost my train of thought it's just too deep i mean i was getting like okay so like i was trying to tell i was trying to tell people like about this and like the more and more they think that i'm just nuts right like uh, you know when you die when you die if you're a bad person right Okay. If you're a bad person, you've done bad shit in your life. Whatever I'm hell positive. be, hell on earth would be your hell after you die. Is that no, so like, I really think that like, okay, so like your heaven and your hell erase that, right? Imagine your consciousness taking over and like thoughts and emotions leading everything and creating. Like, you know, I have to, I have to end this podcast by hitting end record on here. I have to hit a physical button. You know, there is no button. There is no recording. There is nothing but you are alone with your thoughts, I believe in the end. And like, look, that's the difference between a good person and a bad person. When you die and you have goodness in your heart, you're rewarded. And with, and it could only last for maybe a second or two, but you're rewarded, you know, and you know, you love your rewards in your lifetime (laughs) and you know, you hate it all the times you were punished, you know? And like people, people don't get that shit because it's like, they hurt people daily. They hurt, um, they hurt their family members daily you know but people i I don't get it that do it unintentionally some people just don't some people just hurt people yeah they don't even know they're hurting them now i don't know i heard this story recently about a guy who um there's this great documentary that I, i watched twice actually called sasquatch on hulu about not yetis but the emerald triangle in um northern california i mean i love fucking bigfoot so <laughs> dude watch it um, it watch it tonight yeah. after and then if you want to do a review of it god it's so good but regardless like this guy um like he talks about like how uh he, he's a really good author his name's david holdhouse and uh, i've been reading some of his stuff and basically um 
yeah, that's what he was like saying too. Like, I, I don't want to spoil it for you. I don't want to spoil it. Even for the listeners too, I'll stop right there. Just say, watch Sasquatch. You're going to love it. This dude, David Holdhouse is a great writer who I knew nothing about, but I mean, yeah, I just think that to, to sum that up, because we went spiritual, it's fun how you do comedy, spirituality, you know, yeah, <laughs> moving through we're, the we're, list. We're, we're doing like, yeah, we're, we're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that, okay, yeah, not everybody is going to be able to become woke. Not everybody's going to be able to become enlightened. And you know what? Some people don't want to be light, enlightened. And I used to struggle with that too. So it's like, why do some people just continually to do bad things in life? And why do some people like tell you that you can't do something? That's my trigger in life. Is like when oh, someone's well, like, oh, no, that's you- projection. That's yeah, like projection. They're not mm-hmm. doing themselves. So they're going to point the finger and say, you can't do that or you can't do this or, you know, yeah. and that's them conflicted in, within themselves, not being able to do it themselves or have the balls like we were talking about earlier to actually wrap this in um, to go out and do it instead of sitting yeah. like, you know, so they'll, they'll try to tell other people they can't do it. And these are the people that bring you down. You can't listen to these people. You can't surround yourself yeah. with these people. I mean, you know, I'm sure every mother's told their son or whatever, you know, you are the people you hang out with. I didn't really believe that for a real long time. I hung out with heroin addicts, you know, and I've never mm-hmm. touched heroin in my life. But um, you do kind of raise your standards, I think, to the people that you surround yourself with. And um, me, I'm a helper. I try to help people as much as I can. Um, so when my friends were on hard times, they would stay with me. You know, mm-hmm. I would have them, um, you know, live with me and then they would disappear. And I know, you know, yeah. where they were going, yeah. what happened. I couldn't change them. I had them. similar things, yeah. 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 It's weird. And, it's, and I mean, like, saying, let's be honest, addiction is just... <laughs> Isn't it weird that the human, it's the human in you that's addicted to something. It's not your soul. Your soul like has a choice to be good or bad, right. you know, obviously. But I mean, like. I'm reading a lot about souls lately, actually. It's weird. Um, I do. I do. I said, so like, I totally believe that there is, without a doubt, energy all the time. Without a doubt. Like, if you're oh, somebody who's. 100% real. And I mean, yeah, like when you walk well, into a room. like If I you walk into a room and you feel that guy that's given a bad vibe. there's a reason you're getting a a bad vibe from that person like energy is real you can feel it you may not be able to see it but you can 100% feel it and um people have an aura people have a a sense Mm -hmm. about you know you you can tell I can tell when I'm around a shady character and when I'm you know around somebody I can legit trust yeah I actually um do you remember the movie uh Unbreakable yeah, that's um, Bruce that's Willis. Lived around here, right? Isn't that one of yeah. his movies? Yeah, M. Um, Shalaman. So yeah. the, the principal, the main name. character could sense like bad people. Remember, and, like see like them, you know. Yeah, I haven't. And there was this one time that I was at the Plymouth Mini Mall, and I walked by this guy, and I was walking behind him, and like as I approached him, I just felt nauseous almost just okay. like yeah, just not just from not from just not physical not he didn't smell none of that don't go you know right. uh you know that way it wasn't bad cologne <laughs> he yeah and then like as i got up next to him and this is before the mass too and um 
I got up next to him. Like I looked like, like, you know, I turned and looked like right at him. Like I didn't make any qualms about it. And then like he, his eyes locked with my eyes and uh, I didn't, I don't back down. You know what I mean? Like, like when they want the eye contact, I'll give it back to them. You'll get I'm it. Not scared. You'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I won't break. I won't break. I won't you break. Won't break. Then, Cause then you're, then you you've lost. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, like you never, never like, and then like you want them to like, just like for the people who are listening, like you just want them to be like, and it's kind of like this, like, well, I wasn't just looking at you, like look away, look or something, yeah. you know, but like people That's can be evil. And I sensed it in that guy and I stared his ass down until I broke him. You actually made eye contact and felt that. with Yeah. And I broke him. I broke him. Like he, he was like looking at me like with those eyes of contempt and, you know, uh, I just, it was like, he reminded, he, he had such a, uh, what's that word? Malevolent, like, uh, type. Yeah. I, I don't know how to describe it, but I never saw him again. But I mean, I've also seen that. And I've also seen people who I would like to say are like, uh, you know, touched by some sort of uh, other divine power. Like there's this, <laughs> I, I was like, I do DoorDash a lot for extra cash, right? I, I'm addicted to it. Listen to podcasts, make money. It's like brainless work, just driving around. I love it. Yeah. And there's one day I'm outside Chipotle waiting for orders to listen to a podcast. And I see this kid, man, and he's listening to his music and he's, he's dressed all in his fresh gear. He's, he's a ginger too, like pale ginger. And he's just rocking out no there, souls. bro. They have no souls. He, he was just so alive, you know, and like everybody uh, was, this like, one had a soul then. <laughs> this guy, this, no, this guy, this guy was like alive. This was one of the good people I'm saying. Yeah. And like the thing also too, that sucked was that I noticed that he was, you know, when like you're, uh, it's, if you're um, stretching yourself too thin or something, and like people, oh, is Joe's going too far? Like everybody's mm-hmm. giving this kid this look, like all oh, these fucking nuts and all this shit, you know? And I rolled I up to him and I rolled down the window. I was like, "Yo, bro," I was like, "I like your moves," and he was like, "Yeah, man, yeah." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, I made your day, dude." That's another thing too. Like I give people props, like a lot. Like I, I like to give people, uh, you know, like you, we don't talk to strangers. You know, we don't we don't talk to you. Like we grew up stranger danger. Obviously, I'm 41. I, I'll talk to who I want now. Yeah, okay, I, I, talk to, I talk to everyone. Yeah. So like the other day, like there's this guy I was coming out of. Uh, uh, I like to take the back doors of the Plymouth Mini Mall. It reminds me of my youth when I used to work there. You know, I take like the corridors. Yeah. Jimmy McGuire you ever been back there? And he would take us back through there. All yeah, the dude, I still, I still, it's like the only thing hasn't changed since my childhood. And I like, it's like the Terminator 2, like hallways of my youth. You know what I mean? Like I'm back there living it up with the Chick-fil-A grease. It's great. Roses falling on the What was it? it was, I forget what I was saying though. Um, where was I going well, with that? Great energy. Uh, there's so many things that I feel like we started, we didn't finish. But the I guy had great energy. Your, you don't know, want the strangers um strangers yeah so straight that's it strangers you don't talk to strangers you don't give props right this guy's coming towards me out the chick-fil-a thing he's wearing a vintage tlc shirt okay <laughs> when's that i had my headphones in like this i popped him out you know and he like he sees me pop him out and like he looks at me like what's up with this motherfucker right now you know and i was like yo man like that tlc shirt haven't seen that shit in years he's like okay yo okay yeah, <laughs> he's like He's so happy, you know, and he's so happy. And like, I imagine, like, maybe like six, seven, eight, eight. Larry's like, Yeah, remember that white boy commenting <laughs> me on that shirt, you know? Because it's like, <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I, I think that, you know, like, I always think it's weird too. It's like, okay, so like, we're, we're on this planet, right? And, you know, uh, we're now in our houses, we're in our apartments, we're doing whatever we want, you know, but yeah. we don't 
take time. Like it takes so much effort and energy to meet a stranger without it being weird or it being, yeah. Like you can't just like walk up and engage in a conversation with somebody just because you simply are you could feel energy from them. They'll think you're weird. You know I can. I mean? I make. So I, I do it all the time. So yeah, I, I, I. So it's like an assignment to the listeners. You start doing it. You know what I mean? Be like, yeah. yeah, what's up? What's up with you? Like that fanny pack? You know, whatever. You know, what whatever. I mean? People like compliments. And here's the thing: I, I don't have a, uh, I don't have an envious spoon in my body. So when I see other people doing well, or if, um, I just never understood the concept of it. To be honest, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm always the person that wants to support the people, especially in my life. You know, I, I, like I would never, if one of my friends was like, bought a yacht and, you know, was just crushing it, I would be so fucking happy for him. And maybe happy for me if he lets me on. But, yeah. but I, would be, I would be so fucking happy for him, just the fact that he got it. And, you know, my mindset's always been like, well, I can have that one day, you know? Or like, it's never like, oh, that fucking faggot didn't. Sorry, I probably shouldn't use that word, but it's all right. You we grew up in a time where that word was used. South Park made it, you know, that you can call Harley bikers uh, faggots now. So it doesn't really mean that you're gay. It means that you're just a bitch. But um, <laughs> hey, yeah. Joe Joe Rogan said today on the podcast that Ari Shafir got him a cake once and said, "Happy birthday, faggot." <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> See, see I was watching um I was watching uh The Hangover, the first one. Mm-hmm. And um like they were saying shit that you could not get away with today. And I don't feel like that movie was that long ago, but it was like no, it's totally true. Scene, totally true. There's this one scene where they go, paging Dr. Faggot, Dr. Yeah. Faggot, and he's like in front of his wife. <laughs> It's yeah, like, yeah. They're like, oh, you, she's like, she, his wife goes, oh, do you need to go, Dr. Faggot? <laughs> like, it's fucking hilarious. And I'm like, oh, There's man, so many I'm parts so in that film that uh, Zach Galifianakis uh, was just on. Uh, I listened to this podcast called Smart List with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. Oh, I love and, all those guys. I'm gonna- uh, I highly recommend it, dude. It's like therapy each week for me. They make me laugh so hard. Um, but you Zach is very interesting, that. man. Nobody knew who Zach was before that movie, you know? No, that was his blow-up movie. I don't think I've ever... Uh... Was he in anything before that? He was. He was in some Disney movies. He was in some weird um, avant-garde things. But that's the one that really, you know, set him to the top. And uh, now he just does whatever he wants. He likes the garden, stuff like that. And, like, you know, he just... Yeah, he could just be that guy forever, you know? But... Um, yeah, that movie. So it's so it's so hard. So that's the thing. It's kind of scary too. Is like, I mean, we're not going to have any funny movies anymore. We're not going to have any um, way to like uh, to like. It's like, I mean, like the other. I think last two episodes ago, like I can't like I don't listen back to myself. You know, like I thought I said something that like in hindsight could have been like represented like the wrong way. Uh, and it's like sometimes like it's it's so hard to like you know. Uh, censor yourself as you want to try to be funny well that's you want to be funny i think this is destroying comedy and comedians in general i mean they gotta watch every fucking thing they say the whole point of comedy is to push the limits a little bit and make you a little uncomfortable and get you out of your comfort zone and laugh about some fucked up shit i mean that's what comedy is basically based off of i mean and like it's like you can't do that now and like uh, you know it's 
see, the, it's such a weird thing, man. It's so weird because it's like at the same time you want people's like you want to live in a world where people can be respected and not bullied. And you want to live in a world where people's emotions are respected, but you also don't want to live in a world where like you have to check yourself because I don't, like, I, I, okay. So like we're talking about souls, right? Mm-hmm. Souls don't have racism. They don't have no. any of that shit. You know no, what I mean? Like, great. it's like, this is a human thing we human do to ourselves. Thing. I also think too, like when you're dead, dude, like you also like the reveal at the end, like for all like the people who are racist and shit, like life is just lived through different sets of eyes. Like it's all one source connected thing. It's like, okay. So like, say for instance, like uh, I heard this um, analogy once, right? So it's like God makes a painting, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or like say for instance, Bob from uh, what's that show painting with Bob Ross or whatever. Like he makes a painting, you know it's his painting, right? You yeah. see the fluffy clouds, you know that it's his signature trademark shit, right? So, like, yeah. it's kind of the same thing, like, you know, like, so, like, the earth is, so, it's the crazy thing about the earth that we don't think about this daily, too, is, like, all Wait, these shit he, flat? Well, I'm I mean, just, regardless, I mean, like, I, you know, people who believe that for a long time, I didn't mind it. I thought it was fun. I always thought it'd be cool to, like, walk to the end of something. So I yeah. always entertained it, <laughs> even though I knew that, like, you know, it was like, I was like, oh, that, was dope, dude. that a long time ago. But yeah. Yeah. I, but like, uh, so like the earth, though, it's like, OK, so there's, there's water, there's land, like, you know, there's atmosphere. There's so many key components to make this thing work. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just right. by accident. It's like the, like his or its design could be aliens. I don't know what it is, dude. But I mean, like, there is something in I'm each of us that is from him. I'm very in that situation. Without a doubt, dude. Dude, the government just the other day was like, well, these uh, machines are a little bit too advanced for humans. Right. I mean, they've admitted it now so many different times that, it, I mean, the uh, the Pentagon came out and said UFOs are real. I mean, I don't know why this stuff flies under the radar, pot, pardon the pun. But I talk about here on the show all the time, dude. It's like when the, like, the, the, the biggest reveal of my life, you know, like when I was a kid, I was like, I cannot wait. The aliens show up, right. and then and they I mean, show up, and everybody's like, "Well, where can I get more hand sanitizer?" <laughs> what? What's going on here? You I, know, mean, like, I think I was really upset. Did you watch the Bob Lazar? Now, if we go yeah. down any more holes that you've already uh, covered, another. No, I've watched that. Like, so you know about Element One Thirteen. Yeah, and like how he was talking about it in the '80s, and it wasn't on the element, like yes. the chart. Uh, and then now it is, and that he said that, that was basically the fuel that they used. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't get any more. I mean, that's coming from a legit scientist that worked on these things. You know, he legit was uh, reverse engineering them and trying to find out what made them propel and yeah. what made them levitate, and he they gave him this energy source element 113 i think it's 115 and 16 i think it's one i don't know i'd smoke all three of them (laughs) that'd be a good name for a strain wouldn't it i probably probably have been um (laughs) well i mean like coffee kratom and now i'm I'm on a moscow mule and i'm probably gonna take like some prescription drugs at some point that are in my name and well sometimes that's always so, so I mean, kratom, kratom, we were talking about kratom earlier uh, well, that's on but yeah the aliens um you know like it's very upsetting that like i just i just couldn't believe that i was just like why why would it, it, like they just throw it under the bus you know it's like 
Well, they, I, they, I mean, like casually, will say it now, and it, it doesn't make headline news. It's just kind of like which is the, weird, man. It's so weird that so that doesn't weird. make headline news. You know, it's like uh, so that, that that one piece of proof literally opens up the entire element of existence. You know, it's like it, it changes everything because, you know, your aliens don't have the same God as you. You know what I mean? Like, th- that's just I mean, the thing, too, is like, that's what's wrong with people, too. They think their religion is the only one that matters. And no. when you think that you're the only person that matters in the room like right. that, you're the you're the person who's going to be forgotten about 25 years all, from now. Like, I, I can go down on a rabbit hole right now about religion. Um, 90 percent of religions are based off pagan philosophies like um christianity for instance is um from the sun god horus that the egyptians used to uh worship and horus was the sun god so um or the son of god if you want to think about it like that Mm -hmm. and you know they worshiped the sun the sun gave them crops the sun gave them life i mean they worshiped it. it. It was what kept them alive. And it's what keeps us alive to this day, obviously. And um, so they worshiped the sun and they created the story of Horus. And Horus um, was followed by Orion's belt, the three stars, because that points to the northern star. Mm-hmm. And that's where the three kings story comes from, where the three kings follow the northern oh, wow. star to, to the son of God or the sun. That's weird. And um, the crown of thorns and sun rays. And, and yeah, it's pretty wild stuff. Like once I started looking into this, Krishna and different um, gods, they all follow a similar story. It's all from. Oh, a yeah, virgin. definitely. It's all from a virgin, which is like the constellation Virgo. It, it's completely mm-hmm. like it's astrological. Like, well, you know what it really is? It's all coming down to it's like also it's like it's religion is the it's like religion is the conflict of man or woman trying to explain what god is you know what i mean like that's the problem it's ultimately the problem is like people trying to explain it you know like everything in our life's got to be like okay you're gonna make a left right and then wawa's right there okay you can't miss it it's not that easy okay you can't get there you can't get there like that you know what i mean like a lot of people think they're there and that's the crazy thing is like it is above our pay grade, Bob. We can't, we don't yeah. know what God is. We, we can't even, our minds can't comprehend. I know it's there. I know there's something. Like, and maybe yep. animals do believe in the same thing. Maybe they know that the universe wasn't just a happy accident. You know, I mean, they might know, they might know probably a hell of a lot more than we do. I think that they're just, they're watching out for us in a way. I mean, like, it's always been the norm that, like, oh, well, they're here to destroy us. Like, Mars Attacks, Jack Nicholson, love that film. But, like, they're completely benevolent. Yeah, I think that they're, they're, like, they're concerned, maybe, you know, because, like, we're so, uh, we're trying to, like, have a space race right now to see who makes a movie. I think there's two compete. There's a a thing. It's in, this is reality right now, is there is a space race between Russia and the United States to make the first film. At the space station. Uh, no, Tom Cruise already signed. Tom I know, Cruise. but the, the, I think Russia is moving ahead like next week because they want to be. Oh, it. really? Yeah. I know Tom Cruise yeah. signed to make a movie in space to be the first to make a movie in space 
of course it would be Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, of course. He, he, he just makes movies like all day long. Like he wakes yeah. up and just shoots and then falls asleep <laughs> yeah. for 45 minutes. Fucking and then yelling just at all going. his fucking crew yeah. and just like, where are your fucking that was mask? The best. That was the best, dude. Do you know what? I watched Vanilla Sky the other day and uh, I loved it. Oh, wow. It was such a, that's I hadn't seen it in so long. And it's like peak Tom Cruise. Like it is like, you know, 34 year old self. Like right. an interesting guy, man. Do anything he wants. Also too, it's like he probably uses the, you know, the power of positivity and look where you got him. You know, I mean, Oh, he definitely, this, this, um, all that, all that. So true. It's so true, dude. Um, look, it's been an absolute blast. Uh, I got to put my kid to bed. I can keep this thing going all night, but, uh, you have to come back on the show. Oh yeah. I really enjoyed this Travcast. (laughs) It's so nice to talk to somebody who doesn't hold back, dude. Like I, I sit here week after week sometimes. And sometimes I'm like watching the clock. Like just I'm like I all I gotta do is get to 752, 753, and then maybe I you know but like tonight didn't have any of those problems, man. Thanks very much. Thank you for having me. And uh yeah, have you back. Yeah, so I definitely come back on because we can there's so many things that we didn't finish talking about. No doubt. Um, So yeah, it was great everybody. Actually, it's good seeing you too, bro. Face to face uh, in real life yeah, soon, but the Zoom thing is going to be coming to an end sometime. I'm moving my yeah. whole family down to Fort Lauderdale. We're looking for that golden diehard with the vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll be out there on the beach looking for you. Uh, <laughs> Bring the whole family. My name's Bob. This has been another episode of Bobcast. <laughs>